Newton, chill out. I really should have thought about the consequences of having a barking cat. But too late now, I guess. I'll get it. Who is it? It's Maggie the mail person. Hey, Andre. Hey, AJ. Here's your mail. Looks like the letter on top might be something important. Hmm. It's addressed to the Steam Daydream team. Not top secret. That's weird. Certainly suspicious. Let me know what it turns out to be. Before you open it, we should... Never mind. <clears throat> Dear AJ, Aubrey, and Andre, I need your help. Once a year, we accept applications to join an exclusive group called the Science is Magic Club. Applicants must meet the following two requirements to be admitted to the club. One, must be human. Sorry, Newton. No barking cats allowed. Two, must demonstrate magical abilities. Oh, I have a magical ability. I can burp on command. Uh. Andre, you didn't let me finish. It says right here, magical abilities may not include burping. Aww. And number three, must be able to explain the science behind their powers. Unfortunately, we run into an issue this year. One applicant refuses to reveal the scientific source behind her magic, citing the Worldwide Magician's Code of Secrecy. She has shocked everyone with her ability to deliver a tiny zap with a single touch. If these are supernatural powers, the applicant would be disqualified from joining the Science's Magic Club. But we can't be sure. We'd like the help of the investigative team at Steam Daydream to reveal the scientific origins of her magic. Sincerely, Dr. Hoodwink, president of the Science is Magic Club. Hmm. Should we do it? What do you mean, should we do it? We have to do it. But how do we get in touch with this Dr. Hoodwink? There's no phone number or address. Look here. On the back, there's an address and a time. 2 p.m. 2 p.m.? That's in 10 minutes. You guys better hit the road. I'll tell the kid investigator to meet you there. I'll grab our helmets, knee pads, elbow pads, and shoulder pads. I'll grab the rollerblades. Let's roll! See you later, AJ! You're listening to Season 2 of Steam Daydream with National Children's Museum, where we solve the world's many steam mysteries one episode at a time. We'll observe... We'll ask questions, we'll investigate, we'll research, and then we'll connect the dots. I'm AJ, and I was just about to get in touch with our kid investigator. One second. Mega, it's AJ. Aubrey and Andre are out responding to a call, and I told them you meet them. I'm sending you the address now. Aubrey? Andre? Hello! You must be Mega, our 12-year-old kid investigator from Alexandria, Virginia. That's me. AJ told me all about our not-so-top-secret mission. Are we sure we're in the right place? Yep, this is the place. Hello? Come in. I'm Dr. Hoodwink, the president of the Sciences Magic Club. You're just in time. This year's applicants were just about to take the stage to demonstrate their magic abilities. Harriet Houdini is up next. 
She's the one I was telling you about in my letter. Why isn't she wearing shoes? I don't know, but those are wicked cool lightning bolt socks. Is that a carpet she's carrying? She told us the carpet is just a prop to help set the scene, but I don't know. There must be something special about it. Good afternoon, mystifying magicians and skeptical scientists. I am the great Harriet Houdini. To demonstrate my magic today, I'm going to need a volunteer from the audience. Anyone? Ooh, me, me, me. Good idea, Aubrey. You'll be able to observe what's going on up close. You there, in the rollerblades. What's your name? Aubrey. Aubrey, thank you for joining me. I'm going to ask you to stand at one edge of this carpet and I'm going to stand at the other end. Okay. Now, I am just an ordinary human, but today I am prepared to perform science that is nothing short of magic. Today, I will demonstrate my ability to shock someone with a single touch. Don't worry, Aubrey, it won't hurt. Could you hold out your right hand in front of you? Mm-hmm, great. Now I'm going to make my way over to you slowly across the carpet, and I'm going to shake your hand. Ah! Sorry, Aubrey. It didn't hurt, did it? Well, no, not exactly. It just surprised me. I guess you could say it shocked me. And what did it feel like? Well, it felt like a quick zap. I could feel it most on my index finger, where your hand first made contact. Actually, it felt a lot like when I go down the slide in the park and then touch someone or something else and feel a zap. Okay, Harriet, it's obvious that you're human and that you have magic ability to shock people, but if you want to join this most prestigious club, then it's time to explain the science that powers your trick. Uh, I can assure you that my magic is purely science. However, I cannot reveal the source of my magic, Dr. Hoodwink. As I have already explained, I am sworn to secrecy by the Worldwide Magician's Oath. I do hope you understand. I can't admit you in this club without confirmation that your magic comes from science and not some sort of supernatural trickery. So I've called in the Steam Daydream team to help get to the bottom of things today. If you're so certain your magic needs are scientific standards, you won't mind if they do a little investigating, do you? By all means, investigate. You heard her, Mega. It's time to get to work. Right behind you, Andre. Ah... The legendary STEAM Daydream team. It's lovely to meet you all. It's great to meet you too, but I'll skip the handshake. Aubrey, are you feeling okay after that shock? Physically, I'm okay, but I'm a little perplexed. It was really strange. You guys gotta try it. Well, in the spirit of full cooperation, I'm happy to shock your two friends. Andre, you go ahead. I'll stay down here and observe and take notes. Before you stop me, do you mind if I give you a quick scan with my metal detector? You know, just to check whether you have any tools hidden up your sleeve.
Okay, she's clear, and I'm ready for a sap. Okay, here comes the shock. Whoa! <laughs> That'll wake you up. It almost feels like when your foot falls asleep, like pins and needles, but much less powerful. Hmm. Do you mind shocking me too? Certainly. Come on up. Could you come down to me instead? <sighs> oh, come on. No need to get stage fright. Come up here so the audience can see. Well, actually, I'm curious if you can shock someone off stage where you can't control your environment. Ah, I see. You're thinking like an investigator. Very clever. But like every scientist, I value controlled environments, which is why I only perform my magic up on stage. I'll tell you what. I'll come down to shake your hand, but I won't shock you. All right. Hold out your hand. Hmm. I didn't feel a thing. Interesting. Andre... Aubrey, let's talk backstage. I'm stumped, guys. Do you have any idea how she's shocking people? Well, let's start with what we know. We know that she's not hiding any tools. Good thinking on bringing the metal detector, Andre. We also know that her magic seemed to work on stage when she zapped you and Andre, but it didn't work when she left the stage. True. So what was different about the stage? The only difference I observed is the carpet. She dragged her feet across the carpet, up on stage, and zap! But when she came off stage, she walked across wood floors and no zap. If her power to deliver zaps is connected to dragging her feet across the rug, I wonder if the lightning bolt socks might be a clue. Come to think of it, the zap did feel like a mini bolt of lightning. Pardon me, Steam Daydream Team? Can we help you? Nope, but I think I might be able to help you. I am Jocelyn Bosley. I work at the University of Nebraska, and I curate a website called Fun Size Physics. What's physics? Physics is the part of science that studies what the universe is made of. This boils down mostly to two things, matter and motion. And you think physics has something to do with Harriet's magic trick? I believe so. Let's start from the beginning. So atoms are the building blocks of all matter. You might think of them as the Legos. And atoms are made up of even tinier particles called protons, neutrons, and electrons. Protons have a positive charge. And the neutrons have no charge, but they're kind of there to act like the glue to hold all these positively charged protons together. And then you have these very light particles called electrons that have a negative charge. In an electrically neutral atom, you have the same number of protons and electrons. You have the same number of positive charges and negative charges. You can think of it like a teeter-totter, where the two sides are perfectly balanced. It sounds like the balance of protons and electrons is pretty important. What happens if the balance is thrown off? So electrons, those negatively charged light particles whizzing around the outside of an atom, 
Those electrons can be transferred from one atom to another or from one object to another through friction. Friction is what happens when two materials are rubbed together. And so if you have two objects rubbing against each other, one can donate or the other one can steal an electron. And so an electron gets transferred from one to the other. When that happens, the atom that lost an electron, now its teeter-totter has shifted in the direction of positive. On the flip side, the atom that gained an electron, its teeter-totter has shifted toward the negative side. It gained a negatively charged particle, so now that atom has a negative charge. So, electrical charge by friction happens when two materials are rubbed against each other. Kind of like when Harriet rubbed her socks on the carpet as she made her way across the stage. So we know an electric charge is involved, but how does that translate to the shock I felt when Harriet touched me? So static electricity is what happens when this transfer of electrons from one object to another happens many times so that you get a buildup of electrons on one surface and you have another surface that has lost a bunch of electrons. So you have a surface that is negatively charged and a surface that is positively charged. Electric discharge happens because now you have these two surfaces and those electrons on the negative surface really want to get back over to that positively charged surface. So if you bring these two surfaces close enough together, those electrons are going to be able to jump from the negatively charged surface over to the positively charged surface. When that electric discharge happens, you might see a little flash of light or feel a zap on your finger, a spark like a tiny bolt of lightning. Up next is Jocelyn, who will be piercing this Granny Smith apple with this ordinary plastic straw. Oh, that's me. I'm applying to join the Sciences Magic Club today, too. Wish me luck. You don't need luck. You're a science whiz. Yeah, thanks for helping us with your knowledge and research, Jocelyn. I think we have everything we need to solve this mystery. Wait, we don't have everything we need. My thinking cap. Now I'm ready. Looking good, Aubrey. Now let's connect the dots. Start from the top, Andre. So, the socks on Harriet's feet and the carpet are made up of atoms, like everything else we see in the world. Naturally, the socks and carpet are electrically neutral because they have the same number of positive protons and negative electrons. But when Harriet dragged her socks across the carpet, the loose electrons that make up the carpet were rubbed free and jumped to her socks. Which left the surface of Harriet's socks with a negative charge called static electricity. After Harriet made it across the carpet and built up a negative charge, she touched Andre and I, who were both electrically neutral. The extra electrons on Harriet jumped over to us when our hands came into contact. The discharge of the electrical buildup on Harriet resulted in the sap. That explains why Mega didn't get shocked when Harriet walked on wood. The wood isn't good at giving up its electrons. Dr. Hoodwink, we have your answer. 
The power behind Harry's mysterious zapping power is, in fact, science. It's called static electricity. Of course! Static electricity! It's confirmed, then. Harriet Houdini, you are officially the newest member of the Science is Magic Club. Thank you, Mega, Andre, and Aubrey. On behalf of our club, we'd like to make you honorary members for the important work you did today. Congratulations! <laughs> there you have it, dreamers. Another steam mystery solved. You can harness the power of static electricity like Harriet Houdini, too. Now, before you go shocking the people in your life with your new knowledge, be sure to ask their permission. A few visitors at National Children's Museum shared their shocking experiences with static electricity. Static electricity kind of looks like little small lightning bolts. A lightning bolt looks like a zigzag. So I went down um, one, a metal slide once and then I felt a shock. Probably whenever uh, you go down super fast, it rubs together that makes a shock. Sometimes my dad rubbed his feet on a little blanket or something and then he pokes me and then it feels like what happens when I sometimes go down the slide. The next time you visit us at National Children's Museum, head to the Weather World's green screen experience, where with a simple flick of your wrist, you can send lightning bolts flying through the air. Wondering how lightning bolts are related to today's episode? Well, the lightning bolts you see during storms are the result of static electricity built up in storm clouds. It's the very static electricity Harriet Houdini used to shock people, except on a much larger scale. If this episode got you wondering what other magic tricks are made possible by physics, don't miss our engineering games and play exhibit, where you can discover other concepts, including Newton's law of gravity and Bernoulli's principle on airflow. That's all for today's episode, dreamers. Join us next time to sort out another steam mystery about where trash goes. In the meantime, if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review to help other curious kids discover our podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on our next adventure. You can find more STEAM programs and resources on our website at www.nationalchildrensmuseum.org. Season 2 of STEAM Daydream with National Children's Museum is generously sponsored by GEICO. It's narrated by me, AJ Calbert, produced by Paige Childs with sound design and engineering by Maddie Zampanti of Conceptual Podcasting. 